What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us today. And without further ado, let's jump into our topic and discussion for today. Hey, guys, welcome back. I've got Levi here for one last session. And uh, so we are going to accomplish and try to answer the question of what is debt to income ratio or as some may know it, DTI. So stay tuned. Hey guys, what's up? Again, I've got Levi Walker here from Core Bank, my buddy, my friend, and my preferred lender and our preferred lender for the Potter Real Estate Group. Um, we've got one last question to tackle and you might've heard Levi talk about it just a little bit in the previous podcast um, episodes that we've done, but we wanna tackle it now. And that is what is debt to income ratio or as some may know it, DTI, and how does that affect someone that is going in and wanting to buy a home? Yeah, great question. You know, this is another one that gets kind of convoluted when people start to uh, look into purchasing or refinancing or look into real estate in general. Um, and uh, it's not super complex, so hopefully we can break that down for you guys. Um, DTI, as you mentioned, debt to income ratio in the lender world, we always kind of joke around by all these different acronyms that we have, you know, and we can get really complex in those things. But the DTI portion of it is pretty simple, guys. Uh, realistically, what we're looking at is the things that folks are required to pay monthly that show up on their credit. Um, and then usually versus what they end up paying for their mortgage payment um, or their proposed mortgage payment, if you will. Now, there's two versions of the debt to income ratio. The front end debt to income ratio is uh, what is the housing payment versus their debt to income ratio. Um, so how much will the housing payment affect hmm. versus their income, right? Yep. So how much do they make versus what we're projecting that payment to be? Uh, and then the back end debt to income ratio is what is the proposed payment for their mortgage or their house, uh, along with all of the other costs that show up on their credit, car payments, potentially student loans, potentially credit cards, potentially. Um, and what are all those things? What's that number that those things total? So everything that shows up on credit, mm -hmm plus what the proposed house payment is versus their income. That's the back end debt to income ratio. So we have the front end debt to income ratio and then the back end debt to income ratio. And those are the two things that we look at. And then it's gonna really come down to what loan programs are they looking at? We covered that in some of the previous uh, episodes and which one of these programs will work best with their current debt to income ratio. And then of course their goals for their house, for their purchase, their refinance. So we really just wanna get into those details with clients, uh, make sure that they understand those differences yeah. and that again, they're making a, a, a smart, informed decision for whatever they're trying to do in real estate. So so I've got a question with that because I know we've experienced this before. So uh -huh. I've got numerous questions as it comes to this, but the first one that comes to mind and I think a buyer thinks about too is, is it possible to have a high credit score, mm -hmm. right? But then have um, a debt to income ratio that would affect their buying power or the fact that they can't even get a loan because of that? Yes, great question. Now, 
this one again will go down to what loan programs you're looking at and and that person's goals um but the general answer would be yeah i've, I've seen folks who have you know really awesome credit um up in the 700s you know sometimes even higher um but their debt to income ratio is too high for what they're trying to do um, and the reason is maybe they have you know um, again, student loans, several car loans, things like that. I've had folks where they were co-signers on several loans for family members and friends and things like that. Um, and those things ended up affecting their purchasing power or their debt to income ratio to where um, it didn't make sense for them and the numbers couldn't quite work for what they're trying to do. Um, in, uh, so, you know, that can be something that is a challenge. Absolutely. Um, if someone has a lot of revolving expenses, installment debt, loans, car loans, student loans, things like that, revolving expenses, credit cards, medical payments, things like that, um, that will definitely affect their purchasing power. Um, the, uh, max, there are maximum debt to income ratios and those again will be specific to the loan type that that person is looking at and that they're using and that's where again we want to just work with that client figure out what's going to make the most sense and which program will be best for them and their financial situation because it will be unique to them love it love it yeah i think that's clear there um and i think hopefully that will help clear um that up for a lot of people that have these questions um another question that kind of comes to mind is um, you know, a lot of times I feel like the first step of the process when we go through the pre-approval with you is filling out an application, right? Yeah. And, uh, I know we've both experienced this where somebody will lie on the application, <laughs> right? Where they'll put maybe too much more income that they actually do make, or they don't, um, necessarily, uh, disclose to you how yes. much debt they do yes. have. Yes, yes, Um, and then, um, here's what I don't like. It puts us in a really awkward position. So uh -huh. we've been in current situations before where we've had a house under contract and we've basically been moving through that process. And then Levi's processor or his underwriter comes back to us and says, Hey, we've got an issue. Mm -hmm. And we never like to hear that, no. hey, we've got an issue. Um, because usually when it makes it that far in the process, we're like a couple weeks out, if not closer to closing um, sometimes. And uh, we'll find out that, hey, your buyer, uh, they have some student loan debt over here that wasn't disclosed, or they have um, another debt over here that's disclosed, or they make a dumb decision and they go purchase like a new vehicle. Yeah, that's been um, the biggest one. But, um, what what would you say to someone as they're going through this process? Because I know a lot of times, um, and, and I think I know what you're going to say, and I would agree with you, and I'll kind of set that out there um, to just clarify, but I think it's important to be transparent yes. um, with your lender as you're going through this process because it's only going to help you in the long run. And Absolutely. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about their finances sometimes right. or bring up some things, and sometimes they're embarrassed because of maybe something they purchased sure. or they're in debt for, but I think it helps the lender out, yeah. you know, in mm -hmm. this process and in this journey. And if you hide anything, it's, it's going to get found uh -huh. at some point. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to make. Yeah. Is, um, so, so maybe give any advice, obviously I've kind of set the, the tone there as far yeah, as being transparent, definitely. but um, what can people expect or plan to do so that they don't run into these issues 
when they ride up on their dream. Absolutely. Covered a lot of ground and I think important ground to cover for sure. Um, ultimately when we're working with a client, you know, we're, we are their advocate. I'm their advocate. You're their advocate. Um, so really entrusting in us that we are doing our best by them and that, you know, we really only have their best interests at heart is very important when you're working with someone, whether that's, you know, real estate or anything, I think in general. Um, but primarily when we're going through the process of a pre-qualification, uh, we are looking at, you know, we're doing our due diligence and we're looking at almost every possible thing that we can to make sure that we, our client is prepared for what they're going to do and they don't get into any tricky situations. Now, again, we do our best and do our due diligence. Sometimes we don't see everything though. And sometimes we can't see all of the details, but through the process, there are stones that will get uncovered. Um, and really there's no stone that won't get uncovered. Right? Yep. So yep. if there's something out there, likely we are going to find it and it's just about being upfront and honest and open with folks and and making sure you know that we understand your overall financial situation um you know whatever that is and we understand stressful we've been there too likely and we've dealt with clients who have been there too so we can empathize and we know what the situation is but we'd rather uncover these issues initially yep. rather than Agreed. hey let's have you go get a house and get excited and see yourself living in the house and then you know have this whole thing kind of fall flat on its face is never something that any of us want um and it becomes a stressful situation when those things come up and they have in the past and again you do your best and you try to prepare folks for it but it's really just about setting expectations correctly having good communication um, with all parties and making sure that we all understand what's really going on. Um, the more upfront you can be with your lender or your realtor initially, it's just going to help you out through the process because they're going to really know everything that's out there. Maybe these issues that you're concerned about aren't even really issues. Yep. That's another thing. Yep. I have a lot of for clients sure. who are like, Oh, you know, I got 20 grand on a credit card. Is that going to kill my you know, chances to buy a house? And it may not. Um, the balance um, might not be as big of a concern as what that payment is that's attached to it. So we just want to look at those things, figure out what their overall financial situation is and try to best prepare them for that purchase, um, and go through everything, you know? So, amen. Yeah. And I always, I always joke with people about this. I don't even know if you know this, but, um, I joke with my clients and I'm like, listen, Levi is going to ask and they're going to ask for everything. Um, everything from you except for your blood. So just bear with them and um, go through that process. (laughs) And it's not that bad. But I I jokingly say that because sometimes I I think some clients get frustrated because they're like, gosh, they just keep asking for all this stuff. And there's a reason why they're asking for it. And that's to, again, just make sure that as they get ready, because again, this is the bank that's giving you the money to go purchase a house, right? So they're going to do their due diligence to make sure that you're going to be able to um, take the load and you're going to be able to pay them back. No doubt. And um, so that's just a part of the process. So anyways, um, I hope that answers the question for, for you guys today um, on these issues. And if you get, if you guys have any more questions or anything like that, you always know that you can reach out to us Yes. and we're more than happy to sit down and have a cup of coffee with <laughs> cup of coffee with you and um, basically uh, discuss those things that you might have further questions on. So, with that, um, thank you, Levi, for, thank you. for coming on and, and covering some of these things with us. And uh, we really appreciate your wisdom and uh, your advice on some of these things. As always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast. To learn more about how you can connect with me, check out my website, potterpodcast.com. 
And there you can connect with me on my social media platforms. Until next time, stay hungry, work hard, dream big, and always stay humble. Talk to you soon.